Come on, you happy to be at church this morning? Are you happy to be the church this morning? Man, you have something inside of you. It's called faith. Say it with me, faith. That when you put it to action, dark forces, you know, have you, you know there's dark forces out there, right? You saw them on the news this week. Dark forces begin to run from where you are when you begin to put your faith into action. Did you know? That demonic forces begin to shudder and begin to stumble and all the plans of darkness begin to become useless, turned upside down when the people of God put their faith to action. We're just waiting on the people of God to put their faith to action. Am I right? Praise God. Maybe some of you had a really difficult week. It's not maybe. I mean, like, you all, we all agree in the room, some of us had a really difficult week, right? That's just obvious. Like, that, that happens. Would you reach your hand out if you had a good week? If you had a good week, and you say, yeah, it was a good week. We're going to pray for our sister. Mind if we pray for you? I'm already over here anyways. Just begin right now. If you pray in the Spirit, pray in the Spirit. Begin to lift up. Whether you know them or not, begin to lift up her dad. Begin to lift up her husband right now. Encouragement 
fall on Danny. We've been talking about the spirit of joy. I pray joy would come on her. A hard week shall not rob us of our joy. I pray right now that your Holy Spirit is just rewriting thoughts in her mind right now.
Hallelujah. This is my favorite thing about authentic. Is that faith is not something we talk about. It's something we do. It's put to action every single week, every single day, every single moment. We're putting our faith to action. Praise God for it. As you're taking your seat, turn to your neighbor and say, My faith makes darkness run. You've said worse things at church before than that. We declared this year, 2023, was going to be a year to equip the body of Christ, equip the saints. How many of you want to be further equipped in what God has called you to do? Yeah, I do too. I do too. And I want to see the people of God rise up fully equipped because you know you're called by God. And people who are believers of God in the room, they're Christians in the room, we we know what God wants us to do. And we have this idea of where we see ourselves, but for so many years we haven't been equipped to walk in it that we want to see people equipped, ready, prepared with all the tools that they need, both physical and spiritual, to do everything that God has called us to do. We've seen that over the course of several years at Authentic. We've seen a lot of testimonies flow. We've seen baptisms. We've seen people that had demons get set free and get delivered from them. That's why maybe if you were in the room and you're like, oh man, like, The demon's running free. I'm not really sure I believe in that. Well, then, you know what? Stick around for a minute and watch some people get set free from demonic strongholds. Because I typically find it's the people who say, oh, no, demonic strongholds don't really have anything to do with me and my family. That's usually a really clear sign (laughs) that demonic strongholds have something to do with you and your family. There's only people that have been set free from darkness and people who will be set free from darkness. There's no one who just walked in. Oh, I was born free from everything. No, man. We were born sinners. It's by the blood of Jesus we have opportunity for freedom. Amen? We see it in Scripture. We see it in real life. Equip the saints. Hey, when you're, when you're on your way out today, we're going to have like a little mini party, you know. Have a good time. Throw some popcorn and some punch around. Be like, hey, we're partying. It's great. I got my hair down. You know, just having a good time with it, you know. And we got these cool stickers we're going to give you guys. They say, equip the saints on them. So as Pastor Abdiel said, don't go vandalize around, you know, with these stickers. Because they got authentic on there. But, you know, stick it on your forehead or on your car, somewhere cool, you know, really rep. Equip the saints. They're pretty cool. I just stick it right on my shirt, you know. Get roll with it. People be like, oh, that's so cool. They might start a little fad, you know. Everybody walking around with stickers on their shirt. Until you wash them. Hey, my title for today is this, Faith Produces Testimonies. Faith Produces Testimonies. Man, is it, it's a good evaluation of my faith to know if I have it or if it's alive based on if testimonies are being produced from my life. So if you had a week this week, 
good or bad, because we have those, and testimonies came out of your week. There were other people or yourself who had something to testify about it. It's proof that you lived and walked by faith. But the same as the opposite, if you had a week this week and there weren't any testimonies from it, from you or from people around you, then it's proof this week that we did not live or walk by faith. Amen? More amens on the first one. I understand. <laughs> not a lot of amens about the not having faith thing at church. I get it. I get it. But I'm not here to train by the word of God. I'm not here to train by the word of God who you are on Sunday. Just so you know. I'm here to train by the word of God and equip who you are on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Because your good Sunday self that you brought today, honestly, the Holy Spirit has no use for it. What he has use for is who you actually are. And when we'll be who we actually are and say, you know what, you're right, I wasn't walking by faith, no testimonies came, do something about it. Pray for me, help me. Show me, teach me, show me the word, let me live by it. Holy Spirit, do work in my heart today. I want to receive a refresh of the Holy... When, when we're willing to be honest and, and not put on a mask, then guess what? God can begin to work in us. But that Sunday self person, him or her that we try to be, the Holy Spirit, he's not trying to change that person. That's another great thing about authentic. You look around the room and you see all different people making all different kinds of noises, babies, big kids, little kids, all different walks of life from different backgrounds. Some people grew up with parents, some people didn't. It's beautiful. It's the body of Christ. It's different. It's, it's unique. It's fun. And we get together at, at different times, not just on Sundays, but we get together in groups. We got groups tonight. How many going to groups tonight? Hey, hey. We get together at groups and we, we live life together and share life and realize that someone else's story encourages us. And what does it do? It encourages our faith. The ladies are going to get together Wednesday night. All the ladies. Did y'all have fun last Wednesday night? Or two Wednesday nights ago? Every other Wednesday night, the ladies get together. They have Bible study right over here in the coffee shop. They're getting together this Wednesday night at sometime, 6.30. With dinner, man, if I forget to say with dinner, I'm going to get in trouble. Last time I forgot to say they were having dinner, it was, it was not good. I had ladies standing up, rearing back Stanley cups at me, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm like, those cost $180, don't throw that, that'll hurt. I'd probably dodge it. I'm quick. But the testimonies of faith, powerful, life-changing. When you hear one, you want to live different. You want to be different. You want to see God different. We're going to share two testimonies at least. I'm, I'm sure there's other ones, but we'll share at least two testimonies today because we've got two baptisms happening. <laughs> Alex and Sabrina, come on.
Because faith produces testimonies. I got a phone call this week. Let's see, where's Brandon at? Brandon, meet me in the middle, man. Meet me halfway. They should write a song about that. Hey, I got a phone call this week. Um, I like that cameraman. Is that new? Yeah. That's a new iPhone? Yeah. <laughs> iPhone 19. It's like the flip phone, but better. Yep. Yeah. I got a phone call from Brandon this week. You ever get a phone call and you're like, I'm supposed to answer this? The opposite of the spam ones, you know? Spam likely, you're like, that's not for me, Lord. Lead me another way. Not that I wouldn't answer Brandon's phone call anyways, but there was lots of stuff going on, but I was like, I'm supposed to answer this. So I stepped away. I took Brandon's phone call. He was so giddy, man. He was pumped. You know why? Because testimonies produce faith. Okay? He just had one of those experiences. You want to share a little bit about it? Yeah. All right. I didn't ask, I didn't like tell you you were going to do this, so you're just, you're just doing it. Yeah. Because you got faith. Yeah. It's going to make testimonies. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I was at the mall, and I was uh, just looking around a little bit, looking for a sweater. Um, <laughs> so I was at the mall, and um, I was also doing a little bit of the ministry boot camp homework that I had and just kind of evangelizing to people and also doing a kind of tongues challenge that we had as well. And I was walking around. So just real quick, you're walking around the mall, you're, you're multitasking. You're shopping, yeah. you're praying in the spirit, and you're looking to evangelize. Yes. Man, yeah. good thing you already got a girlfriend. Yeah. You would have got a girlfriend then too. Who knows? All right. Um. <laughs> Blessings come when we walk with the Lord. I'm just saying, all right? So um, as, I, as I was, you know, praying in tongues and uh, the Holy Spirit, I, what I told Pastor Mac on the phone was is that it sounded like I prayed this prayer, but thinking back on it now, the Holy Spirit said, someone's going to compliment your outfit, and you should share the gospel with them. A few moments later, a guy walked up to me. He's like, nice fit. And I was like, wait, 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 and stopped him. And I was like looking for something to compliment him on. I was like, I like your lacrosse jacket. Um, and, or lacrosse, the alligator. Yeah, that one. Um, <laughs> and so and so, I took this opportunity to start asking him about himself. He was a 19-year-old kid going to the Marines, and uh, he, had, he was just wanting to be a better. I said, what is something that you are uh, most excited about? And he was like, my personal development and just, become, just getting to become a leader. And he had told me he had been attending, like, other worship, uh, like, uh, other faiths, like, kind of worship uh, or prayer, um, I guess, ceremonies or services in, in the Marine Corps and stuff like that. And I told him, I was like, um, uh, I started telling him about Jesus. I used that opportunity. And he got emotional and he was just like, man, this is crazy. I needed to hear this. And I, 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 I was here in, in this mall and this was uh, something that I had been asking for. Uh, and so he gave his life to Jesus right in the middle of the mall. I, I, t I took him through that. I took him through that moment, and I asked him. I said, "Do you agree with this? Does, does does this agree with your spirit right now?" Because I didn't want him to do it out of you know reluctant or or you know and just because I was there trying to pressure him. I was like, "I don't want to pressure you, but do you agree with this in your spirit? And are you ready to pray that prayer?" And he prayed that prayer, and he left. 
you know, his, his soul is saved now, and he, all, of heaven, all of heaven was rejoicing in that moment, so. Come on. The next person that compliments your outfit is about to get saved right now. That's what he said. I don't know how God will speak it to you this week. I don't know what he will tell you to do, but we get prompts like this, little whispering prompts all the time. How many of them do we ignore? And because of that, how many people don't get to experience Jesus right then? They have to wait six more months or six more days or six more hours or maybe never or six years, whatever it is. When we put our faith to action, it produces testimonies. I'm going to give a minute in just a second for people to share some more testimonies. Just maybe over the last five years, I didn't... I haven't like pre-asked anyone that, so maybe if you got one, you're thinking, man, this is something that happened to me this week or over the last five years at Authentic that you want to testify about, I'd love for you to, but I want to read this right here first. This is in James chapter 2. You want to turn there with me in your Bible? If you want to, you can pull out your phone, get the Bible app going, Google it. You can, uh, what else? You can lean it, look, look at your neighbor's notes. In class... Don't be cheating off your neighbor at church. Cheat off your neighbor. Yeah. I don't mind. God's good with it. He, he, you know, you're learning something right there. He's, he's cool with that, man. James chapter 2, verse 17. James, the book of James is a great book. Short book, fast book. So many awesome promises and like powerful truths that are in there, like little just short snippets. If you haven't read it yet, put it on audio, listen to it, go read it. Just find a way to get into the book of James this week. Here's what it says in verse 17 through 19. So also, faith by itself, say faith. faith. If it does not have works, say works, works. is dead. Last time, say dead. dead. I won't ask you again for at least five minutes. Faith by itself, if it does not have works, meaning if there's no action to the faith, the faith is actually dead. But some will say, you have faith and I have works. Hey, I have works and you have faith. You have what you have, I have what I have. You have, you know, Jesus, I have Mother Teresa. You have Jesus, I have Mother Goose. You know, whatever people have. You have what you believe in, I have what I believe in. Show me your faith apart from works. And I will show you my faith by works. Show me your faith apart from works. Now, we're not talking about works, the word that you need to earn something. We're talking about works, the, the result. Because something existed, something was produced. Show me your faith with no testimonies. And I will show you my faith with testimonies. Which one do you want? Hey, I believe in Jesus. Okay, awesome, man. What's your life been like? You know, nothing to share. I don't, wanna, I don't want anything that he has. Just being honest. I'm highly interested in testimonies that should have never happened. Some would say they're impossible. But yet they happened, 
and you attribute them and give glory to God because of it. And you could take credit, but you don't. Now I'm leaned in. Show me your faith without your works, and I will show you faith by my works. See, here's the deal. You believe that God is one. You believe that? It says, oh, yeah, we, who believes in God? Like some of the people, you know, you get those surveys, and you're like, 98% of the country is evangelical. You're like, then why do they always cut me off every time I'm going to work? Everybody's living for Jesus. Like, it's all, it's so great. Like, oh, yeah, man, like, I don't know. I was at the convenience store this week. I saw a lot of people in there. They definitely weren't living for Jesus. I heard what they were saying on the phone and who they were saying it to, and, like, if they were talking to Jesus, like, he would have hung up, you know? Like, there's no way. That was some bad stuff that they were saying. Lots of people say they believe in God. It says in the Word of God, it even says here. It says, you believe in God? Good for you. You do well. Even the demons believe in God and shudder. Yet they don't have testimony by their faith see all of creation believes in God in some way the the demonic forces that are trying to destroy the body of Christ they believe in God do they have faith in God believing in the existence of something is different than experiencing it Believing in the existence of something is different than putting your trust in it. You can believe that someone is a person. I believe that you exist. I believe that you're human. It doesn't mean you want to hang out with them. Right? It doesn't mean you want to trust them. It doesn't mean you're dropping off your kid at their house and you're like, yeah, watch him for a few hours. It doesn't mean you're depending on them. See, faith for the people of God is not believing in God enough to come to church. That's not faith. Glad you're here. Love you. Faith is giving over your life that he is now the king of your life, that we are now in the passenger seat, and we're saying, God, have your way. Do whatever you want, whatever you tell me to do. If you tell me to go to the mall and pray in the Spirit, and, and evangelize the people, then I'll go. If you tell me to go here or there or wherever you say or whatever you say to do, God, that is what I want to do. That's faith. And that kind of faith produces testimonies both in and through us. You show me your faith with no works, I'll show you my faith with works. And we'll see what happens. We've seen so many testimonies. You're standing in a test. You're sitting in a testimony right now. With one piece of paper and one pen. Because God said, I wrote a letter to people that I didn't know. And I said, would you give us your building for free? See, that faith was seeds from before, because before that, when I was in elementary school, 
I heard someone talk about the principle of tithing. You know the principle of tithing? You give God your first 10%. And I thought, like, honestly, I thought, I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm in elementary school. I'm in between jobs right now. <laughs> current, current monthly income, $5. <laughs> That's a lot, you know. I don't know. And, and I don't really want to go take this $5 and, and break it into quarters and then, and then give quarters away. Like, I heard the principle. I took my $5. That Sunday that I heard it, I'm in elementary school. And here's the bummer. I wanted to go see a movie that Sunday. My parents were like, yeah, they already gave me permission. You can, we're going to drop you off. Big deal, man. You're like, whatever elementary grade I was in, we're going to take you to the, to the East Chase movie theater. Because there was no Park Small movie theater yet. And we're going we're gonna to take you to the movies. And guess how much? It, it costs $4.25 to go see a movie. And so I was like, I got $5. I can go. I took my $5, I put it in the offering, and I was like, just hold the Lord. Hey, I'll see a movie another time. I'm sure this $5 makes up for all the stuff that I didn't tithe before. I'm just going to give it all five to you. Here you go, God. I leave from there. I go to lunch with my family. A stranger comes up to me, hands me $50, and says, the Lord told me to give this to you. Same day. I'm in elementary school. $50, that's like a $1 million check. <laughs> Do you know how many movies that is? That's, that's over 7,000 movies. It's not, but it is. You know what I'm saying? Fast forward. I'm 15 years old. I, I want to buy a car. I buy it. I'm excited about it. I want to put some new tires on the car. I don't have money for the new tires. So I get a magazine out because there's no Instagram. I cut a picture out of a magazine. I pin it up my wall of the tires that I want. And I begin to pray, God, bring me the tires. Within the month, I get, this, I get tires for my Jeep for free. I'm like, Lord, why? Because I had the faith for the $5 thing. I'm using it for this. Then fast forward, I'm in college. And I'm like, man, I need a new car. Don't have the money for a new car. So I get one of those little car tags, you know, like the, the, if you had a car, you would, it would be on there. And I write the car that I want on the car tag. I begin to pray over it. I carry it around with me. I'm praying over it. I'm believing. I'm not telling everybody. I don't need you to know because my faith produces testimonies. You will know. What I'm praying for right now, you don't know, but you'll find out. Yeah. I write it on the car tag, the car, black four-door sedan. I don't know, man. A month later? Two months later, maybe. Who cares what time it is? Who cares how long it took? But it was quick. I'm declaring every day in my head, I'm like, I know that God's going to bring me this. God brings me the car. For how much money? You want to guess? Nothing. So, so here I am. I mean, I'm, I mean, I could, I'm, just, I'm fast forwarding elementary to high school to college. There's 75,000 miracles in between that and testimonies to give. So when I'm sitting up against, you know, a, a church building and I'm thinking, what can God do? I'm like, I've already seen him work. Like, I know he can do anything. And I don't want to call and ask you because I don't really care what you're going to say. No offense. Because when I called my wife and I was like, I mean, I didn't call her. I was like, she was there with me. I was like, yo, what's up, girl? 
told her last night. She did her hair, and she, I was like, girl, your hair's looking good. I said, can you make my hair look like that? And she said, yeah, but I knew she was just lying. Ain't nobody's hair can look like that. That was beautiful. So I tried my best. <laughs> it didn't come out the same, but it worked out a little bit. I told my wife, I said, baby, I think, we should write, I think I'm going to write this, this church a letter, you know, ask for their building. And she was like, nah, like that's kind of crazy and like rude, you know. Like, I'm not hating on her. I'm just like, that's just what she said. She's a woman of God. You disagree? Go ahead, say it. No. So I told her this. I said, okay, because I, I trust my wife, right? Anybody else trust their spouse? You don't have to say it. They're here. <laughs> I trust my wife. And I said, baby, here's what we're going to do. Why don't you pray for the next few hours, and you see if the Holy Spirit puts the same thing on your heart that he's putting on my heart to do this crazy thing and write people that you don't know a letter that could possibly offend them and ask them for their church building for free. So she's like, okay. I check, with, I check in with her, like, we're hanging out, like, you know, running errands. Like yesterday, we went to that home goods store, Marshall's Home Goods. We walk in there. We don't need anything. We're just there. We just need to get out of the house, okay? Because we've already been at the house for so many hours. We ran out of things to do with two little boys at the house. So we're like, we just got to go somewhere. So we finally show up. We get there. When we get there, the Ikes are there. Where are the Ikes at? The Ikes are there. We're like, ah, you had the same idea we had. I'm like, what do y'all need? They're like, we don't need anything. We just want to get out of the house. I'm like, yes, us too. Cost us $200. <laughs> I don't know what happened. We're there at the register. They said it'll be $193. And I was like, I don't understand. I don't know what happened. I'm embarrassed. But it's okay. I'm being vulnerable before you. This is my real self, all right? This is my, this is my Saturday self. That's what I am. I, I'm sure we got something good. We bought the kids' stuff, man. That's it. Anyways, we're out. We're doing our things, you know. I said, babe, did you pray about it? She said, oh, no, I forgot. Mom, I need you. You know, she's got the mom things going on, all this stuff, right? So I said, you've got to pray. You've got to pray. I asked her again in a, few, in a couple more hours. Babe, did you pray? She said, yes, I prayed. You need to write the letter. Okay. I obey my wife. <laughs> I didn't get enough amens on that one, but... The one sitting next to you is going to let it slide this time. I write a letter, which is why you're sitting where you're sitting here, because faith produces testimonies. Forget material stuff. How many people in this room have been healed by God before? Raise your hand. God's touched you, physically healed you. Look around the room. Look around the room. Years, years of testimonies in what God is doing. He's good. He's faithful. He is worthy of our trust. And it's not enough to believe that God exists. This week, what it takes is to put our actual trust in who he is in such a way that could leave us out to dry. I'm trusting you, God. I'm putting my trust in you. Because when that happens... Testimonies begin to take place. I want to give opportunity. Anyone have any testimonies? Five years at Authentic. I'm putting you on the spot. There you go. Look at that. It was quick. 
You can just think because I'm coming to you next, whoever you are. Yeah, you want to stand up? Um, I haven't been authentic for very long, maybe nine months or whatnot. And uh, I have some very special people in my lives that brought me here. And um, God has really changed my life. Um, oh, this is really hard. About five months ago, I, I got divorced after being married for 24 years. Um, it's been a very difficult time in my life. And um, I've felt very estranged from my kid, my, um, my other kid that lives with their dad. And um, I prayed about it. And over the last few months or whatever, like I've been able to see them more. I've been able to spend so much more time with her. Because our relationship was super strained because of the divorce. Two weeks ago, I was with, I was with them or whatever. And it's not very much believes in God or whatever and all the things or whatever. But I got to, for the first time ever, tell her about faith. Hopefully finding joy. Come on, give God some praise. And I, I'm super, super thankful for my church family who accepted, accepted me here very much so. Thank you. We love you. We're glad you're here. And we see the joy in you. And how many know when you get the joy of Jesus, you're going to change some lives to people that are around you. Brought by friends. How many have a friend? <laughs> Did you raise your hand or are you just testifying? All right. I don't know if you were like, yes, thank you, Jesus, or if you're like, no, come over here, I'm sharing. Um, I started coming in. Um late 2019 and and growing up i i uh i was saved at a young age but I, I, now i think i i didn't know what it was i didn't know how to take my thoughts captive and and um declare the mind of christ over myself but i, I always had throughout it just was a normal part of my life i had doubts after doubts after doubts after doubts about my faith about god about what he had done in my life and especially through high school um, but I was, I was 18 at the time and it, it was, I mean, thousands of thoughts. I don't know if anyone can relate. We all go, we all struggle through the same kind of thing. So I know that you do. <laughs> so, but thousands of thoughts a day, just like trying to move through them. And, and it was at the five service and, and I don't remember what the sermon you were speaking on was, but, but it was good, right? Yeah. But that one was good. Yeah. <laughs> they're all, they're all, the Lord speaks. Um. And I went up and I got prayed over. I don't remember who, multiple people. And the next morning I woke up and I was like, oh my gosh, my head's clear. I was like, there's no doubts. Oh, what is this? You know? 
And then I started to develop, as thoughts would come in, I would recognize them and, and cast them out and declare the mind of Christ for myself. For, so for maybe two and a half years now, I've had the clearest mind I've ever had in my life. And it's just been amazing. So. Come on, praise God. Um, so this is my fourth year at Authentic. I started coming right after y'all's one year. So it's almost like my four-year anniversary of being here. But Happy anniversary. Excited you're here. Thank yeah. You. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I feel like Authentic has taught me and opened my eyes of what church truly is and what the Bible says church is. And I feel like a lot of people in this room can relate, especially if you've grown up being in the church and, um, being around Christians your whole life, you know, you can experience a lot of church hurt and stuff because we're all human and we're all broken. But I had never had an experience where a church where I've just felt loved the entire time I've been here. I've never felt so shepherded. I've never felt so at peace and at home when I walk in. And the, I love to share this story. The very first time I ever came to Authentic, I walked in. And you were standing there, and you, you started talking to me, and, as, and you know, I was just thinking, you were a door greeter. <laughs> and I was like... I'm a great door greeter. <laughs> I, I had no idea. That this was my very first time. I had not looked at the Instagram or anything. I go in, and I sit down, and then this, the, the worship starts, and then you go up on stage, and then you start preaching. And I was like, oh, that was the pastor. But it was so shocking because I've never had a relationship with my pastor. And that's what true relationship is, being shepherded by the people around you. And that's what church is truly about. And I just thank Authentic for teaching me what the godly church is of the Bible, of what Christ really called us to do, which is to be in community with one another and to be shepherded and to go and make disciples. And I'm just thankful for Authentic. Come on, praise God. That's sweet. You got one? It's your turn. So I've been coming to this building for 22-plus years. Paulette, check me if I'm, my math is wrong. But she gives anyway, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But it, this has never been really a church. Uh, the church is about the body, the people that are here. So I love everybody that's here. It's been amazing. So i got to share a story. Um, you know, when God wakes you up in the middle of the night at 2 a.m., and it's like, what? what? What are you trying to tell me? And I go sit in my closet, literally, and uh, Mac has been challenging some of us to, to practice speaking in tongues. And I, some things came out. I'm like, God, I love your spirit, and release me. And that was what came out. I, could, I wrote down the words. That's not important for the moment. It's something that's be between me and, and God. But the fact that being pressed and challenged and that, again, when I would encourage everybody here, there's always an opportunity to get plugged in to this congregation and to make a, you know, to be, to take a role. So anyway, uh, I'll get emotional and I'll stop. But anyway. <laughs> so let me make sure I get this straight. You, and you've been, I mean, I've known you now for 12 months. Right. And before, you didn't speak in tongues. Never. But your buddies been kind of nudging you a little bit for the last few months and this past week at two in the morning you woke up you went and sat in your closet and you prayed in the spirit I did for the first time yep I did. and 
and then God gave you the interpretation for what you said. Absolutely. <laughs> and then I told you the other story. So I've been going to Panda Express here lately. So I've yeah. Anybody else go to Panda Express? <laughs> yeah. Yes, okay. All right. So I, so I, bought I told him, hey, man, you're going to Panda Express too many times. I, no, I but. bought five people their lunch. And the lady behind the counter was like, what? And it was $41. I'm like, really? So pay it forward to anybody. So I'll meet you. Also, if you want to go to lunch today, Panda Express. <laughs> Proud of you. Proud of you. Last week, I, I preached a message on um, speaking in tongues and how the fastest way to get joy is to pray in the Spirit or speak in the Spirit. And I'll be honest with you, I haven't wanted to for a long time to speak about speaking in tongues because, yeah, I'll come down to the front for a second. I'm coming back here. I'm coming to you, Brother Terry. I, I, I haven't wanted to preach about speaking in tongues because I honestly don't want people that don't believe in speaking in tongues to leave. And so I'm like, hey, I'm going to talk about it. I'm going to live it. I'm going to practice it. We're going to do it. I'm going to teach it in our leadership stuff because I know in our leadership stuff, people know my heart enough to trust me. But in this setting, I don't know if you know my heart enough to trust me because I don't know some of you. And so I'm going to pull that and I'm not going to preach. I'm not going to teach it. And the Holy Spirit for 2023 said, you're not allowed to do that anymore. You have to teach it. I'm like, all right, so when the Holy Spirit tells me to do something, something you're going to learn about me is I do it, all right, for better or for worse. And so I got up and I, I taught the message last week because it's early in the year and the Lord's put me what to teach, boom, boom, boom. So I'm going to teach it. We're going to speak in tongues. This is what we're going to do. And I'm not going to mandate this over you. I'm not going to make you do anything. It's not what I'm here to do. I'm here to teach the word of God. I'm here to let you walk in it and, and find the joy that's in it because I know this. When you begin to open up your, your spirit, and let the Spirit speak through you, joy begins to land on you, all right? But I also know this too, that we're in a city, specifically Arlington, and in a Metroplex, the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex, that is totally, that it has just these, these vines of religion just totally wrapped around it. And it's hard to break free from that. A lot of them have thorns on them, and people just don't want to be ripped up by those thorns. They're like, I'm just going to stay in religion. I'm just going to stay in a place where I please God with my works, and then I'm doing my thing, and it's just fine, which is different than living by faith and letting works flow from you. Different thing. So I preached this last week about speaking in tongues. Brian is in his prayer closet. He gets the gift of speaking in tongues. Brandon's walking around the mall speaking in tongues, shares the gospel with someone. And then I get a phone call this week from Brother Terry. Would you stand up? I get a phone call from Brother Terry. And let me just tell you something. If you're on the phone with Brother Terry for longer than two minutes, that's a long phone call. It's true, yeah. And he says, he says, I tried to text you or email you this several times, but I just couldn't get my fingers to write the words. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, his fingers work, but you know what I mean? Like, you're trying to put it to words. You're like, I just can't put it to words, what I want to share. And I'm like, okay. So he begins to share with me his experience since the previous Sunday. And if you want to just share what you told me. Well, I just told uh, Mac that uh, during my whole uh, Christian experience in my life that uh, tongues was come from the evil. It was evil. But after your message the other day, I went home and got the Bible out and read 1 Corinthians 14. And then I read around your uh, message, and I listened to it a couple of times. And then I got to thinking to myself that 
at times I have in the past actually spoken tongues through the Spirit and with the Lord. But uh, my whole attitude changed after your sermon last week. So anyway, thank you. Thank you for preaching. Can't make it up. He's not a liar. He went and read 1 Corinthians 14, just like I said. It's right in there. And then he listened to the message a couple more times. And it wasn't to increase the views. He wanted to know. When, we'll, when we take the word of God seriously, we will see testimonies come through it. Because it takes faith to take the word of God seriously. You can't, you can't live by the word of God without faith. So if you just get in it, you'll read it, you'll listen to it, you'll hear it, you'll be around it, you'll begin to say, okay, well, I have to do something about what I've been given, about the joy that I have, i got to do something, about the, the experience that I've had, i got to do something, about what I read, i got to do something. And when you begin to put your faith to action, testimonies will begin to just spring up out of your life. You won't be able to stop them. You won't be able to stop them. You won't be able to stop all that God wants to do inside of you. Because by faith, we're putting, man, praise God. You might have saw the, uh, the video of testimonies when you came here. We played. Life change. People getting touched by God. Man. I know there were some more people that raised their hand. Who else was it that? You raise your hand. So many of you. That's great. Praise God. Um, I'm going to do a couple more, and then we're going to baptize some people. Y'all good with that? All right. Maddie, stand up. Um, so something that me, my Thea, and my mom have had been praying for was that my grandma would start um, coming to church, and she's sitting over there. <laughs> um, and so something that we've been continuing to pray for is um, my grandma's husband, my grandpa, and um, my Theo, my uncle, too, and his family to come to church. And on Tuesday night, I had a dream. And my family doesn't know about this yet, but um, grandpa, Papa Jerry, um, was there, and Theo Bubba was there with Rachel and the kids. And there was my family and a selective number of people um, from church. And we were all dressed in white robes. And there was this really like bright light, big thing of light sitting right in the middle of the room. And we were all just like dancing and worshiping around this light. And I know that for me and my family, that means that people who have not experienced salvation are gonna experience it. but. I also think that's for anybody in this room, like whether that's friends or family members, they're gonna get saved, whether it's next week or next month or next year, it's gonna happen. Um, so, praise God. Praise God. The Holy Spirit doesn't care how old you are. Whether you're old or whether you're young or whether you're somewhere in between. Here's what the Holy Spirit cares about, if you'll obey. Because people who will obey will continue to hear more and more from the Holy Spirit 
Obedience is key, and obedience is part of baptism. Would you stand up? Stand up with me. I want to celebrate this together. Alex is going to get the baptism tank. He's been coming to Authentic for since the start of the year, faithfully. Was here for all of the prayer nights. Here's what he would want you to know. That his life has taken a complete 180 turn. Ask him about it. For over a decade and a half, he wrestled and was bound by meth and heroin use in jails, institutions, homelessness, and overdose on a cycle. All he could do was want more, and he would have given anything to have more of that. He saw himself in an institution at 28 years old, completely hopeless, battling these things, and was for sure by then, he thought, my life is just going to be behind closed doors, in and out of institutions. This is just what I am. This is all that can happen. He's in the psychiatric hospital for the fourth time. And all of a sudden, he begins to have hope. Hope. How many know about hope? He gets out. He comes to Authentic at the storefront location. He leaves being at the storefront location at Authentic. And he goes home and he's going to take his own life. He's like, there's nothing else, man. I've been to church. I went. I tried. Like, what is this? And he says, as he's going to take his own life, angels show up. Anybody believe in angels? Angels show up. And they begin to minister to him the gospel of Jesus Christ. In that moment, he accepts Christ gets saved, and the void inside of him completely gets filled with the presence of God. Since then, he's been delivered from drug trauma, childhood trauma, adult trauma, any kind of trauma, mind games, manipulation, freed from it. We've seen his faithfulness here at Authentic, praying and seeking God, and being around the right people, here's what he would want you to know. If he can experience God and overcome through the presence of Jesus the power of drug addiction and all the dark forces that had a grip on him, that if he can walk hand in hand with his Savior, that today you can too. That today you can find Jesus too that today your life can change too. If you've never been a part of baptism before, what's about to happen is Alex is gonna get dunked under the water as a symbol, as a symbol of going down into the grave as Jesus did. And as a symbol of the resurrection of Christ be brought back up, the water is used as a cleansing symbol. All of this is an outward expression of an inward experience 
that Alex has already had. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. It says, for anyone who is in Christ is a new creation. Say new creation. The old is gone, the new has come. Alex, you are made new. You are our brother in Christ. You are set free. Joy is on you. There is no, there is no addiction on you. You are made new in Jesus. We baptize you, my brother, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Come on, baby! together, okay, so I can talk to you. Let me tell you what Sabrina would want you to know. That she tried the whole party thing and the whole drinking thing, and all it did was only make her more angry. And when anger has roots inside of you, the only thing that can make it go is the presence of God. Therapy, counseling, friendships, fun, money, nothing can kick anger out except for putting Jesus on the throne. And her friend Bree was inviting her to church and she was saying no. But then she began to see the life change happening in Bree and Bree's family. How many know this? People are watching you to see if God is real. They're watching you to see if your faith produces testimonies so they know if they're interested in giving up their life, which is a big thing to give up for Jesus. And she began to see that. She came to church. She began to experience God. She began to find hope began to get set free, began to find more fun and more joy in her life. And then the other night this week, Bree calls her on the phone. They chat on the phone and they talk about the gospel. They talk about scripture. They talk about the word of God. She hangs up the phone and she gives her life to Christ this past week. Says, Jesus, I'm yours. No more anger, no more party, no more of that. I want the joy of the Holy Ghost. So we baptize you, my sister. Baptize her, Bree. 
in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Be refreshed, be reset, be restored. God is with you. My moment that I was having, I was just getting really emotional about it because I was thinking that if you would have given up on what God was doing here in this body, that those two wouldn't know Jesus. And it just kind of got me in that moment, thinking of five years, well over a hundred baptisms and life change and just what God has done the testimonies and the goodness. Here's